0: Hi friends. Hi pals. <laughs> <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> Come on, Candy. Go on.
0: <laughs> Hi everyone. I hope you are all doing well. It has been a really, really long time. Mum.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um Things have been slow. Mm. We've had a lot of happenings around this time. Yeah. Yeah, from the wider global arena Mm. into the family level. It's just been a challenging period and we still continue to experience that. But we have hope. Yes, we do. Yeah, we have hope that all will end well.
0: Yeah. So we also just want to discuss our life in the times of covid and what has been happening? Um, and maybe this would explain to you, our listeners, why we have been away for so long. We have received um, your questions and feedback, and your feedback. You know, a lot of you asking where have we been, or is the podcast still happening? Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, this this is what we've been up to in the time of COVID.
1: Uh, COVID has thrown us into very unprecedented times. Um, You know, it was a trial and error period globally for everyone, we did not understand what what COVID COVID meant. Uh, COVID-19, You know, at the beginning, we wondered whether it was a conspiracy theory. I personally remember reading quite a bit (laughs) and and at some point coming up with my own conspiracy theories, um, thinking that, oh, this is a control mechanism. I don't know from where. That trickled down to me as well. (laughs) Yeah. so (laughs) We got into a lot of reading. Um, I found myself very mixed up in my mind. I became very paranoid i remember sometimes whenever i went out you know and came back home i'd remove my clothes and get into the shower and clean up and have those clothes washed it was just crazy Mm. right Mm. yeah
0: um one thing i have realized is that a lot of things that i uh, i digest are from my mom So like she said, when she started going down that rabbit hole of conspiracy theories, she would share them with me and I would read on them. And then I also kind of, you know, spiraled in that sense to,
1: you know, I've lost my train of thought. Come on, Candy. Is that COVID cobwebs? Or what are you talking about? Well, um, COVID, COVID... At some point for me, I found myself in the house. I think it was the time I did like two months straight indoors. Mm. I never got out. Mm. And when I finally went out, I was shocked to find guys walking around. You know, people bubbly. And it dawned on me that, you know, perception. Perception like they say may be everything. And mm. yeah, it could be everything. Because in my head as I locked myself indoors, I thought the world had stopped. I thought that was what was happening to everyone, just to realize that, hey people there people people were not necessarily indoors like I was mm. yeah, people were getting out there and doing stuff, though very um, carefully people were more careful mm-hmm. and 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 one thing that I could not get used to I think I is is wearing the mask mm. I felt imprisoned while wearing that mask it was such a big big problem for me i did not think that i was going to survive you know long wearing those things so that even made me get back indoors for a bit
0: i'd say when covid started i was in the house um with my mum, and there was that fear of COVID and and the way it was spreading but then the person that I am I, I like to explore and I like to go out and one day um I don't know I, I went to town and people were just going about their daily business you know save for people wearing masks but life was going on as usual Um, The aspect of social distancing was a hoax. (laughs) There was no (laughs) such thing as social distancing. The only thing I can say I experienced was within public transport, everyone had their own seat. And that that made me happy. (laughs) Uh, But that aside, social distancing was a rumor in town. And um, aside from that, I, I used to go to the market frequently or I go shopping and things were pretty much normal so I guess from that standpoint I did not think too seriously about COVID but my mom would always remind me hey please tafadhali COVID is alive if you don't care about your life I care about mine so when you're coming back to this house please maintain the levels of hygiene that um, are required. So, with time, we have all loosened up, same to her, and um, I, can, I, can, I can say we can all be on the same page in that we want COVID to go away because it's just, it's been too much, it's been too much.
1: Remember at the beginning, Candy, when <laughs> this whole COVID fiasco mm. um, came about, we I was very paranoid whenever i had anyone blow their nose or <laughs> someone coughed you know it was it was it was like horror I'd be, hey, who's coughing? Hey! Who's coughing? Can you? And and whenever someone had a, a, a an allergic reaction, I'd be like, hey, can you take some antihistamine? Mm. And I was always on garlic, this, you know, this garlic ginger concoction. I was always drinking it and saying, oh, you know, I'm the oldest in the house. I do not want to get sick. You know, if you people don't care about yourselves, please care about me. Yeah. It was just, it was <laughs> horrid. it it was like I was imprisoning myself and yeah that messed me up mentally Mm. and I was always on social media you know digging out information (laughs) on COVID you know watching CNN and just going into yeah just digging up information on YouTube and my friends That really messed me up mentally. Mm -hmm. I had to keep off. Mm -hmm. Because he got me so paranoid. I didn't know what to believe. At some point, I was persuaded it's a hoax. You know, this whole thing is a hoax. You know, coming from all these conspiracy theories that were going around. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I settled on this whole issue of I don't know where this thing came from. Mm -hmm. Um, I still don't know where it came from. I don't understand it. But... Yeah, it's real. Mm. It's real and it's dangerous. Mm. But with time, like Candy has mentioned, we have loosened up. Mm. But we have really grown spiritually. Mm. Um, we have we believe in in, in 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 the capacity of our bodies to heal itself. Mm-hmm. And even as we talk about our spiritual growth, um yeah, my father, you know, went through surgery. Um, it's been a difficult time it's been a difficult space Mm. Um, in respect to my father's ill health even as we speak now he's in hospital Mm. Um, when he went for his surgery we were happy that hooray the surgery was successful Mm. and yeah Mm. he'll be back to you know normal just for him to deteriorate and we pray for him and we still know and hope that he will be well Mm. yeah
0: so yeah, like my mom has said it's it's been a roller coaster um mentally, emotionally, physically, financially mm-hmm. and I I thought it was a very good avenue for us to speak about it. And the main the main situation, if I may call it that, that has brought all of these Um, states to light you know is 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 my grandfather's health so last year 2019 my grandfather broke his hip um and and you know the journey of recovery has been really long and um mid this year we decided to take him uh to to take him to surgery um, of course, there were a lot of doubts, and there were a lot of you know aspects to consider because again, COVID. But um, we did a fundraising that went amazing, and I I was overwhelmed by the amount of support that we received from relatives. Um, and he went through surgery, and he came out, and was just like, whoo. You know, we, we literally had a breath of fresh air that that was a success. And, you know, um, my mom has always been that person who has a positive, positive mindset. And that has just trickled down to everybody. And, you know, it was just blissful. We were just so happy and and, and, and there was just so much to be grateful for and then all of a sudden things just kind of took a dip and it just put us in a state for in in a state of what next
1: yeah what's um, next yeah dad dad my dad has been a very strong uh, person i've known my dad as very strong i mean him being a military person He's always been that person who's in charge. My dad is very controlling, you know. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't understand how, like, I have these sorts of conversations with my kids, where my kids sometimes make a decision against what I tell them. For him, he believed that, hey... What I say is goes. You don't question. Mm. So he's someone I've known to always be forthright, strong personality, mm. and 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 this whole um, health situation of his has made me actually see the other side of my dad that I didn't out see. Mm. Um, because of the surgery, for some reason he developed paranoia that he cannot walk. Mm. Again, you know, he was scared of just tapping down again after the surgery mm. with the you know with the leg that had implants and and you know at that point in time I had to step in and be the <laughs> the military the military child that he brought up and mm. I would be like hey dad come on you can walk tough love. Exactly and mm. and at some point you know uh even when his health failed when he started developing uh you know weakness in his in both his upper and lower limbs i thought that hey come on this is psychological that you can walk mm. and this whole thing has really deteriorated i am this person who's always very strong mm. and the interesting thing is a week earlier before you know i emotionally got broken Candy, Candy had asked me, "Mom, how do you ever cry?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think she looks at me and she thinks I'm this this rock. I'm some, something cut off a rock.
0: I think, I think. Just before she continues, that's a question I ask a lot of people who are close to me. I always like asking people, "Do you cry?" Because I'm one person who my tears are literally, they're always there. So, um, my mom has always been strong. So. When she broke down, that broke me. <laughs> it did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was very ironical because I'm this person who believed my dad was very strong mm. and I didn't believe that, you know, he was going down down that hill. And I remember I'd come from work, I'd been away for about four days. About four days, Mm. and I came back and I find this guy who no, this can't be my dad, and I just really, really broke down because I mean we had come from far, Mm. just generally how life has driven us recently. Uh, uh, There was been so much support from relatives and friends, and I couldn't believe this was happening. So yeah, it's a time. It was a time of reflection. Covid mm. came, brought us close as family. Mm. My dad's in uh, my dad's uh, illness even brought me closer to my family, you know, mm. my cousins, my friends were so supportive. And then this, mm. well. Um I'm still trying to get my ra- my head around it. Yeah. Um we pray that he gets well. I still know. Mm. And I believe that daddy will get up and walk. Mm. Uh daddy will just get up and be himself, you know, the the, the daddy that I know, the grandfather to my children. Mm. So that is the prayer that's the hope and that's what I know will happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and with that, I just wanted to talk about anger. <laughs> because um last week I was asking my mom mom is it okay that I feel anger towards this whole situation Mm -hmm. and the reason is because after the surgery my grandfather had started physiotherapy and he could stand up of course with the help of a frame and he could move around and get stuff done for himself of course with um support but I'd say a lot of the things he was able to do you know the things that we take for granted like feeding yourself and Mm. you know being able to do those simple things yeah and that happened where now his nerves were not functioning and you had to do everything for him and I remember like my mom has mentioned she thought that it was psychological in that um him not wanting or having the will to do it. Um, And that got to me and I got angry because we have come this far and why isn't there any positive progress? Why is it a downward spiral? And I think it's okay to feel some certain way, but don't... um, don't wallow in that forever because again that's not um the best state to be in not just for yourself but for those around you and um i also realize that if i stay in that state then i i cease to grow and i cease to learn yeah
1: yeah um we've learned quite a quite a lot um of course this this is part of life this is the journey that's life this is these are the lessons we are drawing from the experiences mm-hmm. uh that we 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 have and i have read the, the there's there's a series of books called the conversations uh, with god and what i learned from that book is god speaks to us a lot through experiences mm-hmm. so what am i saying i'm saying that with all these experiences that we are going through uh, currently, that we've gone through and that, yeah, we'll continue going through, God is speaking to us through those, you know, those experiences, mm-hmm. uh, through the feelings that we have, and, and, and we need to be alive to them and need to look deeply and understand and, and understand them and draw those lessons that God is throwing at us. There's no lost hope mm-hmm. and like Candy has said, we get strength from ourselves mm-hmm. you know when you perceive something as as, as 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 not proper then that's what it will be mm. it won't be proper for you so what we are doing is we are seeing hope in every situation in every situation that we are going through currently we are seeing hope uh, we visit baba in hospital We see him getting up again. We encourage him, you know, um, even as it it is the way it is now. But we know that there's hope. Mm. Uh, Oh, yes, there's hope. My dad is 75 years old. He's still young. I mean, he has another... 30 years to go mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we we, we, we we are happy that when we go to hospital he is he, he's, he's, he's vibrant mm. you know even though he still cannot move around, he's immobile but yeah he's vibrant he's mm. breathing, he's laughing, he's eating mm. yeah and we just pray that everything will be well mm. yeah even as we are going through this you know There are those financial challenges that come across. But you Mm. know what? We are not worried. Mm. I mean, we'll get through it. Mm. Yeah, we have a roof above our head. God is on our side. So why should we be worried? Mm. We've always sorted out these financial issues. And this is just one of them Mm. that will come and pass. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Finances is a big thing and a huge taboo <laughs> that people don't like to talk about. Yeah, and for a very long time, me growing up, it's something that I, I can't I can't exactly explain how I viewed money, but I placed it really highly, <laughs> even highly than I'd say some of the relationships that I had, P- normal con- relationships that I had with friends, with family, mm. and. um so when you come to a place where in terms of finances it's you it's not clear you know you can you can easily get scared uh Mm -hmm. personally speaking i get scared um and and i feel very helpless at such points and during my grandfather's illness, we thank God that there has been that abundance um, of finances. But again, because of the onset of this um, the, this this new um, hurdle with his with his health, finances have also proven to 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 be somewhat of a challenge, and and my first instinct is to always panic <laughs> i always panic like okay uh where's the money going to come from um what if we can't do this what we, what if we can't do that and it's so interesting that when i'm panicking and i'm not the one who has the money the person who has the money aka my mother is so calm and with time i i i i i come and I come full circle and I accept the situation. And then somehow, somehow, the money just finds its way. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and, and what I can say, what I have learned in this period is money is fleeting. Because. <laughs> <I remember> um, <laughs> the money manager. <laughs> oh my goodness. So guys, um, I was the one. I am the one in charge of my my grandfather's uh finances and even to to a large extent my mother's finances talk to me nicely. <laughs> so um, She's good with handling money. So so in regards to that, um I, I account for money, how it's spent, where it goes to and um in the past I'd say four or five months I've handled over <laughs> a million shillings, guys. I think of it now and I'm like, did I really handle a million shillings or I handled 10,000 shillings because it's how we place money. I have handled a lot of money, but when I look at how we have spent that money, it blows my mind because one minute it's there. The next, it's gone. And another thing that finances, when it comes to money, that I have learned is that people regard money in different ways, and it it shows you their true their self. true self, yeah, their true self. And it also shows that there's lack of trust when it comes to money, and it's really sad because we are placing money in a higher position rather than, you know, trusting another, trusting, taking someone's word, you know, and I don't know, what are your thoughts on that, but I have learned that money is fleeting, and because of that, I'm not placing all of my trust in money, but rather on the meaningful human interactions that I have
1: mom yeah i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad you're seeing that candy and i'm glad that you are not um putting money in that worship status Uh, money should be a tool to help you live your life you know it should not be that thing that controls you Mm. it should not be that thing that determines how you relate uh with fellow human beings um i will quote T D jakes i once read Um, I think I was listening to T.D. Jicks and I do not remember what he was talking about but I remember this quote very vividly you know he was just talking about children and just being parents and one thing he said that the wealth and the money that he has is for him and his wife Mm. you know it didn't make money for his children and what he said that what we leave in our children is greater than what we leave for them what we live in them is what will sustain them in the years to come and it's something i always tell my children uh cultivate relationships have great relationships and just just be those just humility mother teresa um on a personal note didn't have much but can you imagine the impact Mm. that he made she made Um, to humanity before she exited this world Uh, we need to cultivate more love, we need to just love and respect each other as human race look at what's happening around the world Uh, there's too much greed, there's too much self-centeredness everyone is so egoistic and when you look at how people have become so self-centered and egoistic you, you more um experience how pained people are uh, i think we need to cultivate love let's always spread love in all circumstances uh we are having this circumstance that we are in now with my dad my uh, candy's grandfather uh we have to think about money because we have to think about hospital bills we have uh, to think about our own family bills but you know in all that we spread love mm. there's a lot of family love around mm. uh, there's a lot of uh, encouragement coming in from friends mm. from relatives mm. and from ourselves mm. and for me that is what i think we need to consider more mm. uh, spread love and like candy says i'm a very calm person and i think that's why she was shocked when i broke down mm. um, yeah i'm human at the end <laughs> of the day i'm human and i get those moments mm but what keeps me balanced is the faith that i keep and the knowledge that i know that there's enough there's abundant for everyone mm. you know so never feel that you you should lack mm. there is abundance and always be grateful mm. for everything even that sip of water yeah that you drink mm. don't take it for granted always mm. be thankful and always remember to just be grateful when you open your eyes Mm. in the morning Mm. yeah
0: and just to give some perspective so today we were in hospital and um we went to see an orthopedic doctor and after that to visit my grandfather and as we were waiting to talk to the doctor i saw people um, going towards, um, the cancer center, and some were in wheelchairs, some were in crutches, others were, um, walking on their own, others had, you know, their relatives or friends supporting them, um, and then it also took me back to my grandfather and the state that he is in now, and I just cannot explain how much of a gift It is for you to wake up in the morning and be able to breathe wake up in the morning be able for you to stand up to get things done on your own without your body having to for lack of a better word misbehave because that's what illness is it's something that is not explained Um, and I think we we sometimes take for granted those small things, you know when we are able to go out into the sun and enjoy the sun or when we're able to just walk when we're when our body is just functioning the right way, and um there's this um quote. If I can call it that by Oprah. And she says, the single most important thing you can ever do in the morning when you wake up is to say thank you and to say and be grateful for what you have. Mm. And I I carry that with me um, because there's always something to be grateful for. There's Mm. always something to be grateful for. So let's just create a culture Of just saying thank you. Thank you um, for a warm bed. That's something I I, I think about also before I go to sleep. The fact that I have something that I cover myself with and I sleep comfortably, yet there's someone who dreams of that. That in itself is a blessing. So let's just learn to say thank you and um, let's
1: continue to spread love. Let's spread the love And we love you very much Yeah. Thank you for listening to us And just like we've always said mm. These podcasts Are very random Yep. They are not scripted uh, Because we want them to be as authentic As possible As we speak now mm. We're actually lying on my bed <laughs> Right We are lying on my bed Somebody and, has my Yeah we, we don't care how we look <laughs> Um Yeah, we don't care how we look. Uh, we are happy. Yeah, we are grateful. Yes, we thank God for ev- everything, everything that thing. we have and mm. anything that we don't have. Yes, we offer gratitude. Yes, and we love you guys very much. Yes, um, it's for you and for us that we are doing this. Yeah, and we await your feedback. Please yeah. let us have your feedback. This is for fun. And this is just for, you know, having us all in perspective about life. Mm. So what are we saying? Life is simply not that simple sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's not that simple, but you know what? It's simple, but Mm. we just complicate it. Bye and have a great time. Bye guys. Love you.